So if you got the crosshairs, you got the, you got the laser, you can put it right on my chest. I'll take full responsibility. I'm raising the stakes right now. This is a poker game. I'm shoving my chips to the middle of the table. I'm raising the ante. Anybody wants in, get in. Anybody wants out, get out. Okay? This team is going to the playoff. Time to play the game! <laughs> All right, welcome to the SD Podcast. It's uh, Dan flying solo this week. Uh, unfortunately, with with uh, time constraints of the Knicks and Islanders making the playoffs on Wednesday night, so we couldn't record. So I had to bring in a reliever, my good friend, Nikki Snacks. How's it going, Nikki? How's it going tonight? Danny, it's going good. And I'm, uh, I'm very grateful to be here because me and you are, are good friends. So it's going to be good to just shoot the shit back and forth and right. argue like- left and right <laughs> and scream and yell left and right. All things left and right. Um, right. But it's, it's, it's going to be great. We got a lot of New York sports to talk about. A lot of things going on. Right. Uh, one thing in, in most particular. So uh, right. we, we will save that for, for a second. <laughs> so like the funniest thing about Nikki, obviously, if you're following me on Twitter, I, it isn't a day that goes by that me or Nikki don't get at each other for some sort of uh, shenanigans. Um, it's really funny with Nikki because the first time I heard about Nikki is um, right, right around last year when I was listening to Talking Giants right before I was becoming friendly with the guys on Talking Giants. Sorry for the rasp voice real quick. Like Justin like slightly hinted about his secondary podcast, Bleeding Blue. So I was like, all right, there's nothing going on. I love the Giants. Obviously, I'm a mental case. If you're listening to the podcast, you know. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, I'll give it a shot. And then I hear your golden pipes just saying, I don't remember what you said. I don't know. I don't, it just was just one of the most outrageous things. And it was just like, who is this guy? I, I, I'm going to be this guy's best friend one of these days if we ever interact. And sure enough, I, I got through Justin and then later with through you. And it's just like every day we are basically talking and it's just like crazy. We haven't even met in person yet. And like, if we do, we basically are ready for being best friends because we talk literally every day, like about every sports and like life. Um, we're both cancer survivors as well. We can talk on that later on today, but yes, we are. It's it's just it's just really one of those things. Like I just DM'd you like before whenever the the Rams game was. Yeah, hit me up, and then we literally talked from that moment on that shitty game. <laughs> 
on all the way to yeah. today and it's it's really funny we'll go at it because we both he likes you like the yankees and you despise the mets and i don't hate the yankees we all know my story i actually grew up a yankee fan liked both oh whoa whoa, whoa i like both see I, see danny danny here's my thing here's my thing i here's, hate to interrupt you but you're 100 right yes so we we had this great story this great storyline that came together right. And uh, we were, I think we were DMing on, on Twitter or whatnot. Right. And you're like, oh, let's just give each other our numbers. It's much easier. Right. So, so we do that. And we legitimately talk about sports all, all day, every day, I, or, or life, or right. life in, right. in itself. And um, um, I don't hate the Mets. I never did. As a Yankee fan, I never hated the Mets. Right. It's their fans that I hate. It's <laughs> right. not no, you. That's... It's not you. No, I know. Because, because I mean, you talk. I I tell you how much I hate the Mets fans, and I, I agree with you at most of the time until you slander them on Twitter, and then that's when I'm like, all right, yes, you're going a little too much. But, but honestly, yeah, growing up, you probably don't know this. Growing up, obviously, it was the height of the '90s. I was born in '87, so my oh, peak oh, watching, starting watching baseball, was obviously the '90s Yankees and the, the '90s Mets. So. I think with my dad, he isn't a he's a diehard sports fan, but he is not crazed. So he isn't that guy that hates the Mets. Oh, he likes the Mets and he hates the Yankees. He liked both teams. So growing up, I'm like, all right, all right. So I was able to root for both. And then like when it was that time, like a moron, I decided the Mets because I was going to more games. I was going to more Met games. I have a connection. I'll tell you offline about that connection i can't really diverge on that on twitter and uh on facebook but it's a good one when i tell you personally but i i had that connection and then it's just one of those things it's like all right i guess i'm i'm becoming a fan and that would single-handedly one of the dumbest things i ever done but it ruined your life it definitely ruined my life and a lot of gray (laughs) hairs and just honestly though um people joke about it Honestly, the Mets have taught me a lot of lessons in life that a lot of people like, like, for example, not you, because you, you've been through a lot, but like that average Yankee fan just like has no idea. Yeah, so like, no so like the Giants going in like a three or four year tailspin, it's just like, yeah, all right, this sucks, but I'm been used to it. Been there before. Yeah. Been there before. But yeah, it's, it's really one of those things like you would have never thought meeting someone on Twitter and like you said, that's how you met Justin as well. Like it, like yeah. people wouldn't believe it. Like my wife makes fun of me all the time because she doesn't understand it. Like how do, you've never even met these people. I'm like, but I, I interact with them. I talk to them every day, just as like I interact with you. So um, before we get into the main topic, like I never really, like I know your craziness about the Yankees, Rangers, Knicks, and the Giants, obviously the Giants being the main focal point. But like, what what made you become that possessed fan, becoming that possessed giant fan? And I'll tell you mine after. Like, I don't, I don't like it. Just happened magically one of these days, and it's just like I fell in love with them. Like, yep. I know you and me started around. We like this. It was the same season that you and me became crazed about it. So that's pretty cool. I know you were a couple. I'm thir- I'm going to be 34 in July, so I have a couple years on top of you. So. Like, how did you become a crazy giant fan? I know you're you're from Jersey, so it's easy easy to get to. Obviously, you're 15 minutes away. So, what became made you crazed? 
like because obviously we could say the same oh my family got me in becoming a giant fan because that's the standard procedure for most of us yeah no and and your last sentence is exactly right so uh my grandfather my grandfather was the biggest giants fan i ever met in my life like bar none um you know people think me and you are crazy giants fans and he was he was something different and this was well before we had social media or anything and he was a 75 year old man and what really took me off was was the last game he ever watched was the giants his beloved New York football giants against the Ravens in Super Bowl 34. Oh no. That was the last that was the last <laughs> game he ever watched. And I always told myself from there, I want to live that legacy. Okay. I want to live that legacy to to create this family into the, the biggest Giants family ever. And I right. think I've I've done a good part in it. My father was always a diehard Giants fan. Diehard. Right. My brother follows my step. My aunts, everybody, they all follow the same step. But my grandfather was, he was the one, and I could bring the jacket out right now. I have to grab it right there. But he he was the one who Nick, he, Nicholas, he always he always whispered in my ear, Nicholas, this is the team forever. Always. This is the team forever. He'd whisper, he, he would I would he would be in my arm in his arms. Nicholas, this is forever. <laughs> right. he, he would always say, fam, "Family's forever. Love is not. Giants are forever." So he always told me two things were always forever: family and the Giants. Right. And his the the last game he watched was the worst game the Giants ever played in the history of the Giants. Yeah, Super that, Bowl Thirty Four. That's a rough one. So for me, it was always it was always a matter of living his legacy and. I will do that to the day I die. Right. My grandpa Frank. Rest in peace, Grandpa Frank. See, like with me, it's just um we I had a great uncle. I unfortunately I was a little young when he passed away, but it was one of those that stereotypical, yeah, I have a I've had season tickets since Yankee Stadium. <laughs> so basically he had season tickets to the Yale Bowl, to Yankee obviously Yankee Stadium that couple seasons at the Yale Bowl and then that one year at Shea Stadium and then at Giant Stadium and and my whole family obviously gravitated towards that and then it was just one of those weird things just I I always remember being at family dinners on Sundays when I wasn't really big into football yet but it was the Giants on TV and it was before the whole red zone stuff and all that other stuff. And we're like, all right, Sunday, one o'clock, the Giants are playing, let's say, for example, the Cowboys. I think my first real holy crap moment, I don't know if you remember it yet. I, I know you remember it because you do a Giants history podcast, but Fair. actually, <laughs> actually, like witnessing it um, was in 98 with, um, it was a 98 when they beat the Broncos and it was a Ken Graham to Monty Tumor. And then, like, after that game, I needed to, like, have a catch with my dad. And there's just, like, like I, I, all right, I love football now. And then yeah. I think me starting to play football in seventh grade in high school, middle school, I should say, got the ball rolling. And then eighth grade was the 2000 Giants season. And 
I think I bought my first year. Of, I bought Madden like before it came out. Like I was oh, playing, you did it that year. Ironically, I played Madden, <laughs> bought Madden on PS2 that year. Was my first Madden, and it was Eddie George, Eddie George on the cover, and I was just playing as the Giants, obviously, and like obviously I was playing on pro or like rookie because I was just BSing, and I was just keep on winning and winning and winning and winning, and like that got me into like getting like, all right, obviously the giants are my team. We have a chance to be good. And I think they went defeated in, I think they went defeated in the preseason. I don't remember, whatever you can go. They usually do. They definitely do. So (laughs) it wouldn't be shocking. And then like that first game, I know your favorite player of all time went off. (laughs) Yeah. For those don't know, Tiki, um, Tiki Barber uh, snacks despises but despises him. So I like I don't hate him as much as T uh, snacks does. So I like to bust his balls every now and then. It gets him going. Um, but I'm not. That's that's here or there. But like I think with that season was the first season that I had to be sitting down and watching or listening to the fan and just being like that person every in front of the TV every week. Obviously, as the years gone on it was a lot easier with the internet and everything like that. But like right. during those days, you're like, you had to watch the games. Right. So that or read 2000- the paper the next morning. Right. Uh, so that 2000 season was really my first, like, holy crap. But like it was 98, 99 and then 2000, just let's go. And then I'll, I'll never forget. I'm, I'm one of three kids and my brothers don't like sports. And, um, Super Bowl of the well, Super I'll let's get the NFC championship. The NFC championship game too before the Super Bowls that we won with Eli was the greatest day of my life. Because out where I'm at Long Island, it's a very heavily jet very jet oriented. Long Island usually is, yeah. Yeah. So I had my dad's starter giant jacket and like a good couple people. No, it's a good mix, Giants and Giants, obviously. But there's like kids were just like, oh, this kid's an easy target. He he's just so obsessed with the Giants that it's just hunting season. You know what I mean? So like they'll bust my balls. Oh, the Giants are gonna get killed. The Giants are gonna get killed with the Vikings. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, we'll see, man. We got the defense. Uh, I, Kerry Collins is gonna shred them apart. Let's go, Kerry. So it was just like, oh, the Giants are a big underdog. Like. What else is new? Everybody, everybody we root for is underdogs, except when you vote for the Yankees. But that's facts, man. Well, yeah, that that's true. <laughs> and the, the, no, but it's a good point. The Giants have always been underdogs forever, forever, forever. It's really, if really, even back in the nineties and in '86 when they were in the Super Bowls, yeah, yeah, they were that, underdogs. Yeah, that's just it's just insane. So I, we go to a Super Bowl party. It was the Giants, Ravens, obviously, like you mentioned. That's unfortunately your grandpa's. Um, your grandpa's last game what witnessing of giants that's that's terrible um my mom wanted to leave at halftime because my mom doesn't care at the party <laughs> we were getting smoked i'm i'm livid because the giants should have a touchdown on the board but they called a phantom hold here or there obviously oh no i'll never i'll never <laughs> forget that phantom holding call dan so yeah that phantom holding on the hammer and then yeah keep that yeah that's right yeah oh and then and then Britney, it was Britney Spears in Oakland Raider tight pants. And like me in the eighth grade, that didn't even want to cheer me up. That's how bad 
that game was. And I'm and my brothers don't care about sports, so that started the it's just a game. Like I'm like, it's not just a game. My team's in the Super Bowl and we're getting absolutely embarrassed. And I'm like crying because I'm an emotional guy. You know, you're just as emotional. Oh, it yeah. must be the Italian in both of us. But we're both <laughs> so I'm just like crying, just 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 have enough with it and just really just eh. and like that was definitely my first season. So like, what was your moment in the 2000 season really? That was just like sparked it. So the 2000 season, I was, I was eight years old and, um, and I, I remember the whole season from front to back, not even just doing the bleeding blue giants history podcast, right. but Jason Seahorn's interception against Philly in the divisional round. That to me, to this day, is my favorite football play ever. Not not only, the fact that it was an unbelievable play, <laughs> literally still, an unbelievable play. I, I still remember Bob Papa's call. They they dubbed Pop Papa's call with the interception, and it's just awesome. Even yeah. though it's Pat Summerall and John Menon, it's just awesome Correct. to hear. It's it, it's Bob better Papa. to hear Bob Papa calling that. And Jason Seahorn's interception. And Jason Seahorn, when I was a kid, right. was like a hero because right. well, when I, I played right. football, I was defensive back. Right. And you know, I'm not I'm not trying to go out on a limb here, but there's not many uh actually I saw you know, skinny white cornerbacks that are playing defensive back. It's funny so, you mentioned that. It because someone shared that on Facebook to me the other day that Jason Seal and it's like since 2003. 2003. Yeah, yeah I saw that. that. I okay. saw that. Yeah. Yeah, it was like the only white corner since 2003. Well, that's awesome for him. Um but like yeah, it, I I think Bob Papa like if obviously we all love Bob Papa if you're a giant fan, but arguably that might have been Bob Papa's greatest game as a Giants announcer, because if you think about it, the opening kickoff was Ron Dixon's touchdown. That's correct. And it was just That's one correct. of those, like, yeah, it can't top it. I granted we love him for the Super Bowl moments, but I think that might have been Bob Papa's best game as a Giants announcer, just because of how Jack Tiffy was. I thought I, I miss old Giants Stadium. Yeah, I, I I don't disagree at all. That that call was so electric, and you can hear the crowd. Giant Stadium's about to erupt yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah, I don't even want, I don't even want to talk about Giant Stadium. Yeah, we we don't have to get into that. But so yeah, we we don't have to. We'll spend all <laughs> we'll spend all day talking about the Giants. But we we to could hit, sit here for like five hours talking about them if we want. Oh, we could easily. So Justin, hit hit, hit me up. Um, <laughs> so, um. Yeah, so we all we talked about the Yankees. Obviously, you're you're a front running Yankee fan. No, I'm just kidding. oh, you're from New York, so you're New Jersey, so you're allowed to do it. Um, I'm kidding, of course. But like with the Yankees, uh oh, you're showing me the blank. Oh, okay. With the horn, what saint is that? Saint Anne. Saint Anne. Oh, I have one too. That's a funny, funny story saint that Anne. I never told about. That's the saint. That's the saint of my family. Yep. Yeah, mine too. Actually, believe it or not. Um, I believe it. it makes yeah, sense. So, yeah, I actually have the same chance. <laughs> we have everything else in common. So. Right. So, with the Yankees, like, obviously, it's a little bit easier than the Giants, per se, of, like, all right, it's not the couple of years becoming a fan, and, like, it's worth it for those two moments, three moments. Like, like what – obviously, with the Yankees, I'm sure it's family-oriented as well, but, like, 
it must be fun to always be winning. Uh, granted, you haven't won a World Series in 10 years, but – Well, sorry, 11. <laughs> My bad. Um, but, like, like with the Yankees, it's just, like, one of those things, like, I – I know people hate them. Like I can't, I guess because I grew up respecting them and just like, if I was a professional baseball player, those pinstripes are just so freaking awesome. And just the, the culture of the Yankees, like how we mentioned the Yan- the giants are all about class and organization. The Yankees are just like that as well. And you just like, you can't hate, but respect that for me. That's why I can't hate them. It's like if if you go at me, I will go at them. But like more times than not, it's not a realistic bullshit. As you can see behind me, snacks. Obviously, we're not recording. I'm not showing the video on YouTube. That's a Mario Rivera autograph baseball yeah. hat. Yeah. So yeah. it that's actually from the All Star Game at City Field. So I'm like, all right, I, I have that nice piece of article from both. Men Which, by the way, City Field and they all did that All Star Game perfectly for Mariano that year. Right. Perfectly, right. and that wasn't that the year Mariano got a hit off the Mets or, or something. No, 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 he never got a hit. They was walked walk. him with the bases right, loaded. Right, right. He he got, his RBI. only RBI. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah. So, <laughs> so here, here's my thing about the Yankees, Danny. And you're right. And I, the only reason I and I brought it up before, like that, I hate the Mets is because of the fans. Right. Like you, I could talk to you. Me and you have good baseball conversations about the Mets and Yankees. Right. It's like, you know, we're both prominent on Twitter that we go on Twitter and we see Mets Twitter and everything like that. And it just, it blows me away that like a May 7th game but is like game seven of the World Series. This is, I, I understand it. I understand it. I understand it. But this is where you, 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 you miss the point. And I, and, I, and I don't expect you to understand it. Mostly Mets Twitter is mostly sarcastic. So it's about the same thing as I am on Giants Twitter. Basically, yes. So when you see me, remember like the other day when they're like, uh, Noah Syndergaard is just, is everything's okay. And I go, AK, his arm's going to fall off in like yeah. two days. Well, today we found out he's out for six weeks. Like, <laughs> like the Mets just, they just don't know how to handle injuries. Well, and you, you texted me today the perfect response. It's the Mets. It's the Mets. Just like it's it is what it is. So, like, everything the Yankees do is the opposite of what the Mets do. Um, just you're lucky. Also, I, just... I, I, I am very lucky, but I, I will also say that the, the Yankees have had a World Series caliber team for the last four years and haven't won. Um, I, yeah. I, think two, I think two of those years were robbed by a, a cheating scumbag, right. disgusting, cock-sucking get... organization like the Houston Astros. But yes. you know what? Excuse my language. I'm sorry. I shouldn't come on here. No, it's okay. Like I curse all the time. They, those motherfuckers, literally robbed the Yankees twice, twice. Right. And I'm not. You know me. I don't blame refs. I don't blame anything. I don't no. do that. You want to win? You go win. Right. Those motherfucking cheating scumbags literally robbed the Yankees of it. Because if it was in Game Six, fine, whatever. It was the, game seven, Danny. It was game well, we're seven We're talking about 19. Twice. Yeah, that sucks. And, like, the worst part was the Yankees' offense decided to not show up for either – well, no. Correct. In 19 – You're right. 19, they did not they show did. up. They did not show In up. In 17, they didn't. But 19, DJ LeMayo had his 
um, he had his Alfonso Sor- yeah, he had his uh, Alfonso Soriano moment. It was just like wow, wow, great pull, great pull, yeah, great pull. <laughs> it had his moment of like, oh crap, we're they're going. This is just like the holy shit moment, and like with that game was funny. Um, obviously, that year my wife was pregnant, <laughs> and believe it or not, she was well, having. Johnny. <laughs> she she was having just crazy stomach pains so we just thought it was acid reflux because what happened was my friends came over from jersey and that was when i was telling them that we're pregnant well she was pregnant we're having a kid so they, i'm like come over watch the yankees we'll we'll grab pizza and stuff so we grabbed pizza before the game at one of the local spots where i was living in queens and we thought it was the pizza, and she's just getting stabbing pains. And Nicole's like, "You got, you got to tell them to leave." And I'm like, "It's game six. How am I gonna tell them to leave?" <laughs> so she just gives me the pregnant it's Italian devil six. stare, and I go, uh, "Okay, uh, listen, guys, Nicole's not really feeling good. Can you please just? You're gonna okay. have to listen. You're gonna have to listen to the rest of the game on the radio because they're from Jersey." My friends from one friend's from Ramsey and the other one's from um, Middletown, New York. So he would come pick up my friend from Ramsey and then come to me. So they unfortunately missed the LeMayu home run. So they gave me a text or one of them calls me. I was at a work event when DJ hit it. I was watching on my phone. It was all delayed. So you got all the text messages. My phone was blowing up before I saw the home run. And I'm like, God, God damn it. Yeah, that 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 moment gave me chills. Um, so that was a sick moment. So Nicole's laying on the couch, just like groaning, and less like, uh, I'm like, all right, well, everything will be okay, because we thought it was from acid reflux of the sauce, because it a couple of days later, before it was the same thing. So we're like, all right, let's see what happens, and then the next day. <laughs> Your favorite giant game. I, I hear this story all the time. No, was it that game? No, never mind. But yeah, so basically, I get up the next morning thinking I was going to the giant game. I'm in my jumpsuit. I have like this nice team issued jumpsuit that I bought. <laughs> I had like the season ticket sale that was 40 off. That's the only way I was paying for it. But I have like the team <laughs> issued jumpsuit from a couple years ago. So I have my jumpsuit ready to go and Nicole's still in pain. And I was about to go by myself. And then my mom comes like, we got to take her to the ER. She's not feeling good. This is like legit. So I'm like, you better not have gas. This is better not be gas. Cause I want to go to the game. Everything Then we turn out was her gallbladder. So thank God we didn't go to the game. Imagine if we went to the game in the middle of the parking lot that are, that would be a disaster. <laughs> with the pregnant her being pregnant and everything it would have been a mess so thankfully i missed that game that was a bad game on top of it um that was the hold on who did they play oh the cardinals yeah so the cardinals oh, have that's, owned that's right the, I'm, the, I, I remember you telling me yeah yeah that was a shitty game and then I, all i remember was just like yeah i thankfully i missed that game but it was a shitty rain and like that was the funny thing about that game was that was the game we were supposed to tell everybody at our tailgate that she was pregnant. So we had like cupcakes and everything ready to go. So it was just like, yeah, by the way, Nicole's pregnant. Cause obviously now like they're all expecting us there. 
So I'm like, yeah, Nicole's like something going on with her gallbladder. I'm not really sure. And this was all in the morning leading up to the game. So she had emergency surgery. Thankfully, she's okay now, obviously. And the baby was fine. So that, yeah, yeah, that was my DJ LeMayu Yankees Astros 2019 memory of Nicole just grieving in pain. And then like, and then obviously the Altuve, don't touch my shirt. Don't like, come on. We knew something was up. Like, you knew it. You knew it right then and there. And, and he's and I'm like, sorry. I'm not taking my shirt off for my wife or something. Like, dude, come on. Yeah. And then no. we see like a whole um catalog. Well, of I, I'm sure. I, as you know, and uh, the listeners can now know, I went to the first Yankee game against the Astros where fans were there. Right. And it was an evisceration of I've, Jose I've had, Altuve. I heard game one, and we and uh, people on Twitter made, made that joke. I, I'm sure you saw it because I don't know if you got tagged on it. Everybody joked that you're the one that started the Altuve sucks, fuck Altuve chant at the garden. <laughs> it was you. All right. That's all we need to know. You never know. <laughs> you never know? You okay. Never know. Okay, Christopher. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, okay, Christopher. You know what? That's a good segue, though. To the yes. garden. To the garden. All right, yeah. Let's let's get to the garden. So, yeah. The fun fact, the Knicks were my number one team before I became a crazed Giant fan. So, growing up in the 90s, unfortunately, you didn't really get that. But you you got 99. You got I did have nine. I remember 99. Allen Houston was my favorite player. Right, because my cousin's going to be 30. You're going to be 28, so you're around that ballpark. I am 28. Don't say I'm so You are 28, sorry. My cousin's <laughs> going to be 30, who I basically groomed. You're going to meet him at Giant Games this year. Can't wait. Um, he's just as crazy because I groomed him. Um, so, <laughs> I groomed him. yeah, oh, it's crazy. I was his sponsor for a confirmation, and I bought him an authentic uh, Puxville Barracks jersey. Oh, I, that was <laughs> that. That was Beaut. his confirmation gift. So Beaut. I've taught him crazy, and I it was funny. Another time we were playing, like he's he's from Central Jersey, so it's a good mix of cow um, Eagle fan, like because like he they live by Coltonek by the Red Bank. No, I know exactly where. Yep. I yeah. Know exactly. So they yep. like they had a kid that lived in the neighborhood that liked the Eagles for whatever weird reason, and I go, "You will never like this team." And he goes, "All right, I'll hate them forever." And I'm like, "That's the way. That's the way it's got to be." So, but yeah, um, the the Knicks just we uh, I just obviously growing up in New York and just the '90s Knicks and just tough as nails and Ewing and just everybody and it's just like it like I, i'm like i love this team i just love them and unfortunately 94 i i remember but i don't remember like the the specifics of games but i yeah. remember like reading the next day of like being jacked up about it and like um this is funny in elementary school you know how you have to like write stories and stuff so i wasn't an original kid at all so i basically rewrote <laughs> toy story but Patrick Ewing was my action figure and he was like, would come to life. And I like Patrick Ewing in Toy Story form. That's how much I love Patrick Ewing. So like the Knicks were always part of my life. And then my grandma, she lived in Brooklyn at the time. I remember the Knicks fighting with the heat in 97 and them that, that year they should have advanced and then would have played the bulls again in the conference finals. Would have beat them. Game six, yeah, the game we lose obviously with game six because the whole team's out, 
it's it's just in the 99 was my peak year because it was seventh and eighth grade so like same thing with the giants it was just one of those like the houston moment and then lj's four point play and that was the like i remember being at my cousin's house i literally ran around the house basically naked not naked just shirtless just going absolutely <laughs> just ape shit so it was just one of those things like you then the then the lean years and then we got mellow and then the lean years again and it's just like thankfully for you our conversations got me really back into this year because i would give them the courtesy two to three week watch and then watch them from afar if they're on against a good team and watch them get killed i'll have it on like i'll still watch knicks i would watch a lot but i would my love and enjoyment of the knicks wasn't there same yeah. It wasn't the same. It was just, all right, here we go again. This is the same old mix. Right. And, blah, and, blah, blah. and, and see, I, I'm very, I'm very proud because we, we started talking a little bit, I think a little bit before basketball season. It was just, yeah, it was a couple and weeks in. I, I have, I have been a diehard Knicks fan since the day I was born. Right. Uh, wherever that came from, I'm almost annoyed, <laughs> but whatever. I watched every single game. And me and you would talk every day, and you're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, it's whatever. It's it's the Knicks. It's what." I'm like, "No, this team is fucking real, Dan. Well, they're well, real." Yeah. No, no, yeah. I'm no, no, I'm not saying yeah. like that. Right. I, I would say the same thing you would. Right. But I was trying to tell. I'm like, this team is real. They can make a run. And now they're the four seed, and they're three wins away from the conference semifinals. Right. So this is unbelievable what we're talking about right now. It the funniest thing about our conversations were we like this team, but it's still a couple of pieces away. And that was in the early in the Absolutely, season yes. when they weren't hitting shots. So you're right. Yes, you're right. You're right. Because all of a sudden the Knicks started hitting threes. Yeah, they like everybody started hitting we, threes. Remember, yeah. we were we were just so mad because they would get to five hundred and, and then we, lose three games. And, and then we, we yeah, get to you're right. You're right. We were talking about we have no offense, no nothing. RJ's not developing, and then all of a sudden, boom. <laughs> yeah, and we're, boom. And the funniest thing about draft night because that's when we really started talking about the Knicks. Yes, yes, right. Yeah, it really was your brother Ant all over yep. Twitter. Yep. And I'm like, all right, they, they are crazy Nick fans as well. So fuck it. We'll talk about the draft. And we were talking about Obi Toppin. We didn't want Obi Toppin, but nope. we wanted Halliburton, right? Halliburton, yep. So, but we're like, all right, give this local guy a shot. Randall sucks. And we, we, how... we bought into we bought into Obi Toppin for his story. <laughs> right. We bought into it. We yeah. bought into it like suckers. Yeah, um, as we always are, yep. So, but and then we're like, all right, he'll be taking over Randall's spot by half season because he'll we'll trade him because we'll be like whatever. And then lo and behold, Julius Randall just becomes the most improved player in the, like magically in the league. And like I'm so glad we were wrong about Julius Randall. Everybody was honestly. If you had faith in Julius Randall, you're lying. But I'm 100 percent lying because <laughs> me and you bitched about it about Julius being our best player. During right. draft night, right? Like no one expected this ever, right? And then, and like, I, we... I don't care what anybody says, and this is a hot take. Don't care. It's biased. Don't care. I've said it to you a million times. I've tweeted it a million times. 
You take Julius Randle off the Knicks this year, they win maybe, maybe right. 14 games. Maybe. Right. Oh, definitely. Maybe. And like to, and me, that's, to me, that's the most valuable player in the league. Right. And then the triple doubles, um, we're not really – we're, rec- we're recording before game three. Correct. So, and we're, we're going to break game two down in a second. Right. We're going to break game two down. And it's just one of those just like he's doing everything. He was getting rebounds. He was getting triple doubles. He was one. He was one game shy from tying Clyde's record, which That's, is insane. That is insane. Really insane. So, it's just really we we talk about it all the time with the Knicks. Is any other sport they're going about it the right way? Unfortunately, we have to find that superstar to come along with Julius and RJ Barrett and find a way to get that going. So I'm in, we're obviously both enjoying the ride. Excuse me, you went well, to game you, one. You, you, you know I have uh, different aspirations than – No, you do. Um, we're, not, we're not doing that tonight. I, I, can't, I can't let you do it. I, 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 we, 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 we want it, but the aspirations is all fine and dandy. But let's, let's, get, let's get past round one first. Well, I'm going to tell you listeners, I'm going to tell them right now. Nikki Snacks sitting here right now. I expect a championship this year. So, see, see this is where Nikki Snacks is on Route 17, off to the bottom bing right now. Drunk on uh, red wine and God knows what else. And I'm dead sober. Dead sober. No, but it would be all, it would be an awesome story to say, but let's, let's, let's get to one. Round you're right. You're time. right. No, Dan, you're right. You're right. Like, Let, let's finish one series off first, and then like, we go. Like last night when everybody's chanting "Brooklyn sucks," it was. It was. Stupid. I hate. I hate that. I hate that. I hate. I hate, I hate that, that too. It's, I hate it's, it. It's like, just like can we can we beat Atlanta first? Or can we beat Atlanta first, and then we have to then if we make it that far, we have be to Philly. beat be Philly. That's not an easy task. No, at all Philly, Philly might be the best team in the, in the conference. Right. So it's so far away. Like. Oh, it would it be awesome on a Brooklyn, New York NBA uh, Eastern Conference Final cha- uh, Championship? Of course, it would. And, and I think I think we beat them. I hope so. We were close all three times this season, and we should have won. Thank all you. Three. Every single game. I don't care who was out. I have watched the Knicks every single right. minute of every game this year. Right. They are a very good basketball team. They're very. Thank God for Tibbs. There you go. Boom. Tibbs and Judge. Great point. There, Joe Judge and Tom Thibodeau saved my life. Tom Thibodeau is the best basketball coach on planet Earth. And right I don't now, even yes. think it's close. Right now, yeah. He 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 is he put together a bunch of you know retread players that <laughs> no one wanted. Right. And he brought them in here and look at them. Taj and Derek Rose playing the biggest minutes. In game two, right? It's, Come on, it's Come it's on. just all right. Yeah, it's just nuts. It's really nuts, and it it's just pinch me. It's just like really ultimately pinch me. This is real life right now, and like, and the best thing with Tibbs is he doesn't give a shit. No, the only That's weird the thing, part. the only weird thing about Thibodeau. And uh, you're you're gonna go a little harder than I am because I'm I'm part of uh, he sucks I'm not I'm not saying he doesn't suck 
but the Alfred Payton playing five minutes and then not playing at all, it was fine during the regular season, but in the playoffs, we're going to have to figure something out. And I think, I think we might have to play Frank for those five minutes, five to 10 minutes, and then get Rose into the game. Like they're going to have to figure something out because the minutes that Rose played in game two was kind of crazy, but it was, it worked. See, being a Met fan, I've saw, I've seen that happen with Matt Harvey in the playoffs in 15. It is the same scenario. Same and shit. He's going to burn out. He's going to burn out. He played 35 minutes. He basically played 35 minutes last Wait, night. Danny, I, I, I've been telling you, I've been texting you, like when we talk, I was like, start Frank. Use Alfred's minutes for Frank. Right. Frank and is I said, an elite and I said defender. He's an elite defender. And he can hit the three-pointer. Right. Even and if he, he just sits in the corner on the offensive side. Right. That opens things up because you have to account for him because he shot 48% from three this year. The, so the why not? Was, why would you not start an elite defender and a player who can knock down threes? It right. makes no sense to me. It makes no sense. And it the, makes the, no sense. The worst thing was game one. I, oh, I'll, game I'll one. When we went one, down 13 in the first fucking quarter, <laughs> couldn't get back from it. Couldn't get back from that, and then we put him in with two seconds left against Trey, and it's just like yeah, yeah, but yeah. The thing, no, no. the thing with he does nothing, he does nothing all <laughs> game, but let's just throw him in now. Yeah, that was a tough spot, and the thing, the thing with that is just, it's just that that's the only thing I have to say about that. And we both said Trey's gonna steal a game to Max. Um, hopefully, there's their guys don't shoot like they didn't game. Hopefully, they shoot like they did game two. And I I did find it funny. Game two, I stopped texting you at halftime, and I'm like, we're yeah. on a run. I'm not yep. talking to him. I, I no no. And, and, and you and noticed I was, that too. I was, I was gonna text you. I was gonna text you in the middle of the third, and I was like, nope, nope. nope. We no we nope. The, uh, <laughs> I was like, I, nope. I, no. I was gonna say I was gonna say like Obi one or, or whatever I was gonna whatever I was gonna say. I was like, nope, can't do it. The Let's best part of that we're doing. at halftime, you and me at the same yep. verbatim at the sec the same second, whoever beat us, but it was a matter of seconds, and it was you and me. That was horrific, or that was brutal. Yeah, yeah. We both no, wrote that. No, it was brutal. Brutal was the word. Yeah, brutal. <laughs> that was brutal. We're in trouble, or something along those lines. Yeah, and we were, we were. <laughs> and listen, listen. Does Leon Rose not get enough credit for He's training? probably going to win executive of the year, or he, he's not. Danny, he should. We got Derrick Rose for nothing. Yeah, Dennis Smith. Nothing. Yeah. Dennis Smith and a second rounder? Yeah. It's... Derrick Rose should be sixth man of the year. So I know we don't want to talk about it with the Knicks being in the playoffs. It's such a weird scenario. But I kind of hope the Clippers get swept by the, the Mavericks and just there's something with Kyrie. Kawhi. The Kawhi. Sorry, Kawhi. I said Kawhi. And it's just like, come come on, we, we coach defense and we'll give you every single money. And if you come to New York, you already did what you did in Toronto. Just do that in New York. Times that by and 150. Be a and then be a god. A god. Be an a god. NBA god. Top five player of all time. We'll overrate the literally. shit out of him. No, no, literally. If he won with the Knicks, he'd be a top five player of all He time. won with three teams. Just 
And one that was Toronto, who no one ever won with. Right. That was the next. All right. So, all right. I'm really glad you brought that up. So, that's the only free agent that entices me. Kyle Lowry's 35. Right. He'd be a good piece. Well, the thing is, he has to decline the the option, which he will because everybody. Right. He's going to. He's going to. But the Knicks shouldn't go after a guy like that. No, you're right. I think the way they're doing it is fine. And it's just that every other sport, you say it's fine. And then just the NBA, you just see guys like the Nets. And you're like, oh, what can we do to be like that realistically? Obviously, we're living in like it can happen because we played tough and scrappy. But the only guy I want back <laughs> for next year's team is Burks. I, like, I, I just hope Burks comes back. I know you've been yeah. – no, 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 I'm with you. I know you're going to say you want the whole team. You're right, you're right. No, Burks is one guy that they really should re-sign. See, I like Reggie Bullock too, though. He's a 3 and D guy, and he's yeah, perfect he off is. the bench. Like, Burks and Bullock yeah, are perfect Bur- off Bullock the bench. Bullock shouldn't be starting, but – No, 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 absolutely not. <laughs> I, we want a championship team. Those two should never, never be starting start. on a championship right. team. I think if we keep on getting Barrett, going we get quickly going and we have that one point guard and just seeing on how much Thibodeau and Rose get along we can definitely get Rose for a cheaper bargain and we do have the cap space for him to stay on the team so I'm all for it It, the future is definitely looking bright with that so I hope they just keep it up because it's just like I haven't I didn't get to watch every second with you, but like you did, but I, I did I was glued in for basically every night you and me were, were talking. Yeah. So like it's just one of those like and if we don't talk about it enough, I, I do it weekly on this this pod is they're gym rats. They showed they it are. again last night. I granted you've Knox been, you've been saying that, yeah. And granted Knox was one of them, but Toppin was there as well. They're just shooting around like the I don't remember what it was, but the biggest thing I remember of them playing after games was they were breaking up the court at the garden and they had it half court. I think, I think Alan Hahn or someone tweeted it out like months ago and they were getting ready for a Ranger game and the half court was still there and half the team was shooting around. Like who does that? No, so, like, no, granted, nobody, it was a COVID nobody done, year. This literally signals, like, what the 90s Knicks were. They're right. the same team. Right. The same and, team. And last night, you know, we, we, we were texting during the game. Last night, I really wasn't by my phone. I was I was oh, fully focused good. on the game. Right. So, when there was a commercial or halftime in you, we'd, we'd go back and forth. Right. Um, but I think the turning point, it, it, people, you know, I was watching with my cousins, my brother, and my father, and everybody. The turning point of last night was when Reggie Bullock hammered Hunter, right. like literally, right. it was funny, my, hammered my, him. Yeah, my, like, my fr- y'all, and they were Danny. They were down ten at the time, right. and he still did it. He's like, right. "No, fuck this. Right. We're not taking this shit anymore." To right. me, to me, there's no fuck Trey Young chance. There's no. Trey is balding. None of that <laughs> changes the series. No, you're right. A foul like what Reggie Bullock did, right. that changes the series. And and the funniest and from thing, there, the Knicks went on. They were went like seventy five over forty. 
from that from that point right. on. The funniest thing about that was I got a text from my friend Lou. He, he's been a Knicks season ticket holder forever. I grew up with him. Um, and we were talking because he actually went last night. And he goes, how the fuck did we not talk about Bullock's bully ball foul that, that rejuvenized the whole game? And I go, yeah, man. Like, we were just so in the heat of the moment. And you being at the Garden, this we weren't going to really talk about it. Because I, I don't – I I, knew, I don't know about you. I, I I'm very bad with my phone, but at games I try. My phone. I try to not like communicate, especially at giant games. It is so annoying because I'll have like I and I and I instigate it and I just let it happen for what it's worth. The amount like I should really have one group text message chain of all, or should just copy and paste everything because I'll have like different groups of giant fans and like people like. Overall, all the spectrums. All of the spectrum of, like, who's the okay Giant fan? Who's the crazy Giant fan like us? Who's the guy that I've watched every single game with, like, X, Y, and Z? <laughs> I wish it was just one group. This is what Dan's feeling at this moment, dot, 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 <laughs> instead of, like, the five, six different texts. So it's funny, like, at Giant games, I have I, – I actually have – I got a new phone, so I actually have to – buy myself a uh, charging case for those games just because just because it's just nuts it's just nuts of like the like some games i'm like i I can't and then i all like all right again and my wife's like how are you enjoying the game i'm like i'm not (laughs) i'm not because it's just like i'm having my head down half the time but um, you know what dan nicole brings up a great point and your, your great wife nicole uh, mother to Johnny, who's probably the cutest kid I've ever seen in my life. Thank you. But she's one hundred percent right. Yeah, I th- I think about this to myself all the time. What the fuck am I doing? <laughs> yeah, it's, what the it's bad. fuck am I doing? Yeah, like I, I I legitimately. It's a bad addiction. It's like it's it, like it, a habit. It, it's a bad addiction. And I'm like, we, I have we to care more on. about sports than we care about breathing. Right. It's bad. It's a very bad addiction. And then you're going on Twitter and seeing what's like Twitter's. That's the worst part. That's the worst part. (laughs) She's like, who are you talking to? I'm like, oh, I'm just on Twitter scrolling of like, what's going on? Like, it's just like, uh, yeah, I got to be better for this football season being at games and like texting. You got no choice now, buddy. You you got You got a kid. You're fucked. You're fucked. Yeah. Not good, Bob. It's, you know what? You know what? You know what? It's well worth it. Oh, 150%. Well it. Well I got, I, I, like a dumbass. I was expecting to go to all eight games. And my wife, <laughs> that was my such wife, a good, that was such a good combo. You, you were telling me like how to, sorry, oh, Nicole. I know. I, sorry, Nicole, if you're listening, not listening but it, was, it was like, it was like, uh, uh we compromised division oh. games, home opener, boom, 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 boom. And I was like, all right. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. No. The funniest thing was, um, the funniest part was she wanted me to go to like four games, five games. And I'm looking at the schedule and like, if there was more back-to-back home games, I would have been screwed. And I've been like, yeah, sure. I get it. Yeah. But it made sense. Yeah. So there's only one back-to-back game. So I said, I'll give one of those games up and it's the Rams and Panthers. So I might go to the Panthers game instead of the Rams game. Cause there's a better chance of winning. I would, that's what I would do. 
And then week three out against the Falcons. I'm I have a friend's wedding the night before out yeah. in out east in Long Island. So it's uh, even for like it's like forty minutes away from where I'm at now. So I'm not <laughs> I'm not even attempting a one o'clock giant game. Um, so yeah, those that's are definitely tough. the two. And then that's if they tough. if they happen to suck, I will consider the Raiders game or one of the division games. Which they will suck. No, no, man. See, anti anti Nikki. And and all big right, news with right, you, that, you're a season ticket holder. Act like one. I am a season ticket holder now. You're right. You're right, Danny. You're right. <laughs> but you're right. All right. But I, I will say I will say one thing. Because why did that move? I will say one thing. Say it. You never you're never gonna find a bigger fan than me. Right. You know that. You know my sarcastic ways. You know right. it. And, and the best is when people take it the wrong way. Is makes me. That's the best part. That's yes. the best part. And then you're a fucking scumbag when you go on with it. <laughs> you just play into it. Look at this I asshole. Know, I know your ways. <laughs> I like, figured it out. Look at this asshole. What a fan. Like you call yourself a fan and then you get all riled up. You get your little... You get a little dude. Gi- Giants Twitter hates me. They think I'm the worst. No, fan in the I'm world. sorry. My all-time favorite snacks moment was your 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 Twitter girlfriend talking, and then she blows you up your conversation up, and like we we know you're bullshitting. So I I saw it, and then she cc's the real snack Har- snacks Harrison, and he <laughs> and he goes af- after you, and I go I don't want to do that if I was you. <laughs> yeah, and what did I say? I said no offense, like I am the snacks of your Yeah, giants. that's what I said. I, I stick off for myself. Yeah. I said you've been irrelevant for like five years. Like I'm I'm snack. And I'm like uh, step. I, I I do like snacks Harrison. I know you don't like whatever, but I do. Yep. So <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I'm not I'm not protecting you for against snacks Harrison. He'll eat both of us up. You did say t- you did you did say that. <laughs> You but, said this is one I have to stay out of. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I, I got to stay out of this one. Um, but honestly, we're going to wrap this up. Nikki, plug yourself. No, honestly, thank you for coming on. It's been a lot of fun. I, I've, been learn, I've been learning how to do things. So I really appreciate Steve for the last eight years doing the editing and everything else. So Nikki was nice enough to come on, help me learn how to record with someone on Skype and zoom. So I really appreciate Nikki. Nikki, take it away on what podcasts and Twitter and social media that you are on and what shows you're on. Obviously I I am the player of personnel for bleeding blue. So make sure you promote that one the most, obviously. I hope I don't know you and Justin. I know Justin doesn't answer text no he doesn't answer me so don't don't take okay offense. so i feel bad like sometimes <laughs> i'm like don't, don't take offense you don't answer sometimes me. i'm like i am going od crazy right now like no, i remember he, he, my 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 phone like lists of like what you should do and i think hopefully you guys eventually do it hopefully i'm a part of some of them but i still think justin has to have you watch wrestlemania with lt Wrestling Bam Bam Bigelow. Listen, it's a that, shitty match, but it has to be done. It's a terrible match, but it's LT and it's Giants history. So I will say, Danny, do not worry because Justin doesn't answer me, so don't feel offended. 
Like me and you yeah. can talk every day. It doesn't matter. Right. Justin, it's will, funny. He, do, he doesn't even answer it, me. It, it, like I have like funny thing with Justin is if he answers, I'm like, I have to like shoot off 30 texts for Justin. Just, just so he can one. see it. Yeah. So he yeah. can see it. Get and it, or, get it, get it all in while it, he's there. Or if it's giant, talking giants related, that will be the only time he answers me. It's funny. So it's all good. Cause they it are the number all, one. It, it is all good. Jump. But I will say, Danny, I love you. Love and you too, bud. I, I'm so happy that we were we were able to make friends, right? And we're, we're good friends. I would love to do this again. You guys For can sure. find me on the Bleeding Blue podcast, which, which, your boy, Danny is vice president of player personnel. He <laughs> literally has given us he's li- literally given us many topics to talk about it's, on our podcast. It's funny with that podcast because at times it's verbatim our group chat. Like some yeah. weeks, one some I get I could tell the weeks that I don't want to get into your head because you guys don't bring it up, and I'm like, all right, I'm not gonna bring it up because it, it's gonna be good regardless. But like some weeks, I'm like, all right, do this, this. I don't want to get into your head. But other weeks, I'm like, what are you guys doing this week? And you're like X, Y, and Z. I'm like, oh, you got to do this, this, this. If not, it's bullshit. No, but then, see, I sure see, enough, see, see, we love that because that pushes us. Right. I'm serious. Like you have literally pushed us to different things, and I right. we love that. Right, love that. Sometimes I'm like, all right, let them breathe a little bit. Like it's like being a head coach of the team, like pushing the right <laughs> buttons. But like the interviews with LBG, I I, I doubt LBG. I, he's been on my show before. He's not listening. I'd sad to say, but LBG better get you Brandon Jacobs because that will be the craziest thing ever. Well, you but, know that that that's my favorite giant. Right. That's why it has to happen. Um, so yeah, sorry. Bleeding blue. Follow them, and then you got you got to talk about the big dogs got to eat. Yeah, yeah. So uh, big dogs got to eat. Uh, fantasy football. If you guys are into that, we're all we're you know we do all the fantasy football there. See, this is what the one thing I following you guys with fantasy football. I always was addicted to fantasy football and like being in like six or seven leagues of like seasonal leagues. And then with you guys in the dynasty leagues, I'm just like, I, I can't do it. I, I, no. I get, get me, get me in August when I just go OD on spreadsheets of like yeah. listening to podcasts of like I, who to draft. Who dang, not to draft. I, I hear you. I hear you. And then I'm like, and like people are bickering it, bickering at it's May and like, they're not even done with the rosters and like this guy sucks and that guy sucks. I'm like, it's, it's May. We it's don't May. know. <laughs> hey, what do we know? It's May. And like, then the fantasy Twitter is like freaking out. I give you so much credit. Like I joke with you. I'm like, I never realized how crazy people take Twitter, uh, fantasy football. And I, and I take it seriously. No, I know, but you know, you know me, I, I'm yeah. on a fantasy football show, quote unquote, right. but right. You, I don't talk about fantasy. No. Oh, I know. I don't do that shit. No, I do fantasy like you do fantasy. We we know the players. We see what we see, and that's right. what we draft. It's that's how test. I go. It's I don't test. study numbers or any bullshit like that. No, I I do eye tests and matchups. That's really right. where exactly. I exactly. And, and I make sure they're not the bye week, and or if they do, I make sure I punt on bye week. I'm a big Perfect. punt on a bye week if I have to do it. <laughs> Boom. Anyway. Big dogs out to eat. Bleeding blue. Find Nikki snacks. Snacks underscore B D G E. E. Yes. 
Anyway, thanks, Nikki, for coming on. Go Knicks. The Knicks are back. And I will see you later.